Welcome to The Great Sources, where we explore fundamental Torah ideas through the great books and sources of Jewish thought. The last issue we were more about Eretz Yisrael. We discussed the centrality of Eretz Yisrael in Yahados, specifically as it's developed in the Sefer Kuzri. And that was two shurim ago, and the last one we discussed how the mission of the Miraglim, the purpose of the mission of the Miraglim was to determine the essence of the Oretz, whether it's possible to sanctify an Oretz, to redeem the Oretz from the Satan. The Miraglim's mission was to determine the answer to a fundamental question about the nature of Oretz, of Earth, which means, essentially, the physical world, the nature of the physical world. Can the physical world be raised to a spiritual level? Can you bring the Shekhinah to Earth? Which, as we discussed in Yudal Levi's Torah, that's what life is all about. Can you, can a person can a living, active person in this world make the divine manifest in this world? If he could, if a person really believes that, then that's his whole focus and his whole driving force, the greatest thing he could reach, that connection to the Lucky, and if not, not. So that is the problem of Oretz, the problem of earth, the problem of land. Can it be sanctified, or perhaps, perhaps, as the Miragla maintained, it has to be avoided at all costs, and you have to escape from it. You have to avoid engagement in this world because you cannot connect to the divine. And, or rather, through. You cannot connect to the divine through the physical world. So that was the last two shirim, and tonight we're going to bring a, um, another aspect, another depth to the matter from a different angle. Same subject about the Aretz, same subject, but from a certain approach that gets to the root of the question of what the Aretz is and how to approach the Aretz. The discussion tonight is also going to <coughs> uh, elucidate the mitzvah of tzitzis, specifically, and will give us a sense of tameha mitzvis, in general, the richness of the symbolism of mitzvis. And additionally, will bring us into the world of the Nevi'im and their Meshalim and their symbolism, their images and their symbols. So let's begin. Um, it, I want to note that on the podcast there's a, a file with the sources for downloading. The more that you follow in the sources, the better you'll understand. This, is, this year is very much based in numerous sources. And um, some of the sources, of course, in this year, we'll, won't be able to go into everything to the depth that, that we could. But um, we're going to have to do a little bit of bridge in terms of some of the sources. And there they are. You're welcome to, of course, to look at them further and to spend some more time looking at those sources and understanding the points that we're raising. Okay, so let's begin. We're going to talk about the mission of the Miraglim, who were charged with being tar, spying, scouting, looking, touring the Aretz. And we'll see that there's a connection between that and clothing. 
specifically tzitzis. And here's where here's where the clues begin. Pasha Shlach, beginning of Pasha Shlach, we all know Shlach Hanoshim Yasuru Es Eretzkina. Send people to tor to be tor the aretz. Ruisem es aretz mahi. So they're supposed to see what the aretz is, and we all know what happened. They saw and they were they were distressed by what they saw. They were broken by it. They were frightened by it, and they convinced the people that we can't go to the aretz. And Hashem swore that this whole generation is not going to see the aretz. Instead, their their children will come in forty years later. And then the end of Parsha Shlach, the end of Parsha Shlach, that word, that not too common word of Yasuru, appears again. And here it's in the Parsha of Tzitzis, which will teach us, Okay, so Parsha then is bookended by the concept of tear, of spying, of looking out. And the beginning of the Parsha is about the people that didn't look properly. They looked in a way that led to the wrong conclusion. And the beginning, the end of the parish supplies the antidote. Here's what you do. Put strings on the corners of your clothing, and that way, that will protect you from following your eyes and your heart. From being impressed by the way things look, and being by impressed, and being impressed by the way things feel. Okay. Now, the obvious question is, how does putting strings on the corners of the clothing teach you? How does that solve the problem of the Miraglim who looked with the wrong, with the wrong eye, looked in the wrong way? How does that solve this bad mida of tear of looking in a way that influences you to make, the, to make errors? And not only that, not only that, but it seems... There are many psukim which demonstrate that there's a connection between the four-cornered clothing and the four-cornered earth. The earth has arba kanfes, like we say in Davening, arba kanfes ha'aretz. And there are these psukim, if you're looking along in the sources, um, we're up to number three. The Pasuk in Eev says, Tachas kolashamayim yishrehu v'oiroi al kanfes ha'aretz. Pasuk in Eev, perak lamed zayin, Pasuk Gimel. Talks about the kanfois ha'aretz, and in Perak Lamed Ches, Pesukim Yud Gimel and Yud Dalit, talks about the kanfois ha'aretz. Le'echos bechanfois ha'aretz. Hashem holds the corners of the earth. Mi no'aru rishan mimeno, these yatsu kama levush. And then it talks about something about clothing. And the third pasuk is from Yeshaya, Perak of Dalit, pasuk Tazayin, talks about knaf ha'aretz, zmira shamanu, tzvila tzadik, and the hemshech of the pasuk. We'll get to what that Pasuk means later tonight. But the Hemshech of the Pasuk, Yeshai talks about, he says, Razili, Razili, Oili, Boigdim, Bagadu, Ubeged, Boigdim, Bagadu. So that means treachery. Boigdim, Bagadu, terrible treachery, terrible Begida. But it seems that there's a connection between the Kanfais Ha'aretz and the Kanfais Abagadim, based on Pasha Shlach. Where people were sent to look at the arts, via surahs arts, and saw the arts in the wrong way. And the end of Parshishlach tells you to put these strings on the corners of the clothing such that you won't look improperly. And the arts, like the clothing, 
has four corners. And in these psukim that talk about the confluence of Oretz, there's also a reference to a lavush and to a begin. So what's this all about? So, let's first understand there's a complete and elaborate marshal in the Nevi'im who talk about the heavens and earth as Hashem's clothing. And the light of the heavens and earth have a, have a play a certain role in this mushal. The light, that is, the, the, the luminaries, the, the sun and the moon and the stars, play a role in this mushal. And the light is also, con- also considered, in the mushal, Hashem's cloak, Hashem's samla. Simla. So let's go through the mushal. This is before we're going to get into nimshal. I want to show you the, the whole mushal in the Nevi'im. Before you get to a nimshal, you have to get the mushal down pat. Especially it's a complicated muscle like this. And there's a bunch of psukim. Together, we'll, we'll put together, through all these psukim, we'll be able to put together the whole muscle. So there's a pasuk in Tehillim that talks about the Oretz and Shamayim, Lifanim, Oretz, Isadot, Omaas, Yadecha, Shamayim, Hemo, Yevedu, Vatosa, Amoid, Chulam, Pagka, Beged, Yevlu, Kalavush, Tachalifim, Viachalof, Vatush, Nasechalo, Yitamu. Which means the heavens and earth, Hashem established heavens and earth. Heavens and earth will cease to exist while Hashem will continue. They will wear out like a beged. And Hashem will change them like a person changes his lavush while he will last forever. Okay, so in the marshal, heavens and earth are like Hashem's clothing. And they're going to get worn out. <coughs> He's going to put on new clothing while he will last forever. Pasuk in Yishai says it makes the same point. So, nashamayim e'nechem. The heavens and earth will wear out. The earth will be bala like a beged, and those in it will die, while Hashem's Yeshua and Tzedakah are eternal. And Yeshayah further, Perek Samachay, talks about Shemayim Chadoshim, Oretz Chadosh, and so do Perek Samachvav. Talks about the Shemayim Chadoshim, Oretz Chadosh. So again, just to understand the marshal here, heaven and earth are Hashem's clothing. Clothing gets old and worn out and has to be replaced, and there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Further in Yeshaya, Parak Samach, more, more things about this in this marshal. And in Parak Samach, Psukim Yutes and Chav, Yeshaya talks specifically about the sun and the moon being replaced. Lo yelach oil Hashemesh, lo yemam. Instead of the sun and the moon, Hashem is going to be the source of light. Instead of the sun and the moon, Hashem is going to be the source of light. Similarly, in Perikov Dalet in Yeshaya, talks about the Oretz falling apart and the Tzavoha Morim being taken down. Okay, one more pasuk will pay, put, make the gemashal complete, and that's the pasuk that from Barchi Nafshi, where the pasuk says, Oite er kasalma. The light is like Hashem's cloak. Okay, so let's put together the whole mashal. This light that's like Hashem's cloak is referring to the light of Barashi. So if you look at Barchi Nafshi, Barchi Nafshi is the description of creation. The Ibn Ezra says that, Ibn Levi says that. And when the Pasuk talks about Oita Erkasalma, that Hashem wrapped himself in light like a cloak, that's talking about the original art. It's Rashi himself and that Bezimanah. So that means like this. Originally, Hashem's original clothing was light. 
that light, you know, Chazal say, we'll get to that later tonight, Chazal say that that original light, after the sin of eating from the Tzadas, that original light was, was hidden. So instead of the original light, we have the sun and the moon. Sun and the moon are not as luminous as the original light. And so to that extent, Hashem's clothing, remember just in the Mashal, Hashem's clothing is light. And now Hashem's clothing, further on, is, is the heavens with the lights that are not quite the same thing as the original light. So there's some darkness there. It's not perfectly light. So Hashem is eventually going to take off those clothing and dress himself once again in the Or Elam, like his original clothing. So that is the Mashal. Now let's move on to the Nimshal. Okay. So in order to understand the Nimshal, let's think about this. What's a Beged? What's a Beged? We're talking about a Mashal with a Beged. What is a Beged? So a Beged is something that you can see. And the purpose of it is to cover something that's supposed to be hidden. So then what does Big Dead Army? What, what, is, what would it mean to have clothing made out of light? What does that mean? Something that covers but also reveals. How could that be? How could something cover and reveal? So the idea is like this. If you have a covering, but the covering is completely appropriate, completely reflective of what is being concealed, so that's big day R. That's a clothing of light because it's a covering, but it's a covering that leads the, the, the viewer to see, to perceive what's behind it. Begadim of Chayshech are begadim that hide the thing that's under it. So there's sometimes you can have a begad that's completely appropriate, completely consistent with what's under it. And that begad presents to the one who sees it. A, a, a true vision, a true image of what the Beged is covering, and there could be a Beged that tricks the person, right? If a person dresses in fancy clothing and he holds himself a certain way, then his Beged, his beged makes the person think of him a certain way, which is not really the way he is. Okay, so that's what the definition of a Beged is, and a Beged or and a Beged Chesh. So let's think, how does this apply to Hashem? How do we talk about, we're trying to understand the Nimshol over here, of this Moshul, the, the elaborate Moshul of the Nevi'im, Heavens and earth, heaven and earth being Hashem's clothing, the light being Hashem's clothing. So what does that mean? That means like this. The Nevi'im look at all of reality, all of creation, as Hashem's clothing. Why is that? Because we can't know Hashem directly. You cannot know Hashem directly. You can only know Hashem through the medium of His actions, which is the whole of creation. So the whole of creation is like clothing behind which is hidden God himself. The only thing we could see of God is, is his clothing, is his actions, is his creation, like a person's clothing, that you can't see the person himself, a person doesn't walk around naked, he wears his clothing, that's what you can see. So like a person's clothing, like a person's clothing, the clothing of Hashem can either be big they are, they can give you a correct, <clears throat> an accurate conception of what Hashem is, or they can hide Hashem. So when the Pasuk says, Oita Erkasam, Oita Erkasam, that means originally, originally Hashem was dressed in light, which means the whole of creation was light. The whole of creation didn't hide Hashem. 
it illuminated Hashem. Through the whole of creation, one could perceive Hashem who created everything. But then, but then we know that original light was nignaz, which means it no longer was possible for Hashem to be perfectly perceived through creation. Instead, heaven and earth hide Hashem instead of leading a person to know Hashem. So that's the marshal of the sun and the moon that's, that's going to, that sets, that sets. Sometimes the sun sets, sometimes the moon disappears because there's not perfect light. Heaven and earth no longer afford a perfect light through which they reveal what's behind Hashem. Instead of revealing Him, they, they hide Hashem. Which means instead of people understanding everything as being a reflection of Hashem who created them, people perceive things as being an independent reality that are disconnected from Hashem. Okay, so that's when that's the marshal of Hashem's clothing being heaven and earth, and Hashem needing to get a new pair of clothing, which means eventually Hashem is going to be revealed through creation once again. For now, Hashem is not truly apparent through His actions, but eventually He will become apparent once again, and that's the idea of you won't have the sun and the moon, there's going to be a new heavens, a new earth, it means Hashem is going to have new clothing, like His original, like His original, Salma that was made out of light. Okay, so that is the mushal then. That is the havan of the mushal of Hashem's clothing. Hashem who changed from the oita or to shemayim ba'aretz with the choishech mixed in, and eventually back to them, or once again. Okay, now, just like Hashem's clothing that changes, so too the clothing of humans. We find that human beings also went through went through this this shift. He made them clothing of ur, ur with an iron. And the Medrash says, with an aleph, which the Zoya says in Chilik Aleph Daflamad Vav from Beis. The Zoya says, Bikad Mesa they were wearing kosnis ur. First they had kosnes made out of light, and after they sinned, they had clothing made out of ar. So the idea is like this. The idea is, like the Bigdi Hashem, so to the Bigdi Adam. Originally Hashem wrapped himself in light, which means that the whole creation was able to demonstrate and brought a person to know Hashem. And then it says, and Hashem saw that everything was toiv. Everything looked perfect. Hashem was able to see the whole world was tithe. Similarly, the human body at that point, the human body at that point, was also able to be revealed. And Adam and Chava were able to walk around naked, and there was no possibility of the chitzonius leading to misunderstanding the goodness of the premius. Everything was tithe, everything could be visible. But once Adam and Chava saw the tree kitoiv in the wrong way, and they had a re'iyah that leads to toiv and ra too. Now they were embarrassed about the ra in the, in the naked body. And now they have to be covered with kasnas are They no longer, no longer do the chitzonius allow one to see the panemius. The chitzonius started to obfuscate and confuse. Instead of seeing toiv, you saw the body and you saw ra. And now it had to be covered. So just like, just like the shemayim v'oretz. Just like there was a new Shemayim Varetz, or there was a, a, a Shemayim Varetz that didn't completely reflect, reflect the goodness of Hashem. The original R was hidden. Hashem's 
good intention was not completely revealed through creation. There was some mixture of Ra, so too there was some mixture of Ra in the human form, in the human being visible, and instead of the, the good light, there had to be something hidden. Okay, so that's what we know about the clothing of Ur. Now, with this we can understand, we can begin to understand the concept of Tzitzis. So, there's a baguette. Now, a baguette, a baguette can be baguette. Like a ma'il could be mo'il. Now, what does that mean? What does it mean a baguette could be tray? A ma'il could be tray. What that means is, that means is, that clothing can fool a person. Some fools only see the clothing. They see a person dressed a certain way, and they take his chitzaynius, as a shortcut for what he is. So that's what it means that a beged could be beged. A ma'il could be mo'il. They think that the body, that the, that the lavush, they think that the externalities, i.e. the clothing, they think that is the thing itself. That's the trick that clothing, external things, can, can play on, on the eye. So here's where Tzitzis comes in. This is the key. This is the key point. Tzitzis fixes this error. Because again, just like a person could look at clothing and think the clothing is the man, so too people look at Shemayim Baaretz, right? In the Mashal, Shemayim Baaretz is like Hashem's clothing. But sometimes people could look at the clothing and think the clothing is it. Comes the mitzvah of Tzitzis to correct this error. When you hang a string on the corner of a four-cornered bag, so a four-cornered bag, it means a person could be completely covered on all sides. A person is completely covered in four-cornered bag. When you put strings on it, you're simply marking off the beged as a beged. Because think about it. So you could have a beged that's, I say, skin tight, and then the beged is basically the person. But when you put strings on it, so there's something hanging from it, and it's like a mark to remind the viewer, to remind the viewer simply, don't fall into the trap of thinking that <laughs> what's external is the thing itself. Remember, this ah, this is marked off. This is an external thing. This has fringes that hang from it. It's not the inner thing. It doesn't, comp it doesn't even fit the shape of what's behind it. It has these things hanging down. So the, hanging, the, the things hanging down from a baguette are simply marking it as, as a chitzanias. So it's saying like this. You look at a baguette. A baguette has this Danger. A beggar has a danger like all chitzenis. Like the heavens and earth, which are Sam's clothing. There's a danger inherent in heaven and earth, which is that you could see it and be led astray and think that this is it, that there's nothing behind it, and that is the greatest error, and as we'll see tonight, that's the problem with the Miraglim. The tzitzit says, no, no, no. Mark it off. It's just a chitzenis. Remember, there's something behind this. The tzitzit, Pashat, reminds us that, that the chitzenis is not where it ends, it's where it starts. And uh, the chitzainis is on the chitzainis. And make sure to remember that and make sure to look past that. So that's how the tzitzis solves the problem of, of Re'ia. Of Re'ia. Because the tzitzis remind us to look for the pnim which is good. Sometimes the, the good pnim of things. It's covered, it's concealed, and uh, the tzitzit says, 
look behind the chitzayin How this applies specifically to the aretz, we'll get more. We'll get. We'll have more to say about that. Nehemshech. So just in Parshish Shlach, we have Yeshua ben Nun v'kol ben Yefuna min atoram as aretz koru bigdehem. They ripped their clothing and they said, Those who were able to see the toiv of the aretz, they ripped their clothing. The clothing has this possibility of covering, hiding, in order to see the goodness of the aretz. You have to see behind the clothing, behind the chitzenis. The aretz is Hashem's clothing. And you have to see that there's something behind it. All these ideas, all these ideas are marumas, in the Nevu of Yeshaya. That cryptic pasuk which says, Miknaf ha'oretz zemiroiz shamanu tzvila tzadik v'oimar rozili rozili oili boigdim bagodu beged boigdim bagodu. So Yeshaya heard zemiroiz from the knaf ha'oretz from the edge of the earth. Tzvila tzadik, something desirable, something good for the tzadik. And he said, I have a secret, I have a secret. Woe to me, boigdim bagodu Great treachery. So what's going on? He hears songs with Knaf Aretz and this makes him scream, Woe to me. I have a secret. What's going on? So the idea is simple. When he heard Zemiris Knaf Aretz, he heard the song. The song means there's some glory, there's something wondrous. And that's a Tzvila Tzadik. It's a wonderful thing for the Tzadik. But he heard it with Knaf Aretz. He heard it in a way, it means he sensed that he perceived the goodness and the great glory that, that lies ahead of us, he perceived it as being connected to the Oretz. The Oretz has this possibility of being koinif. Koinif, Ram says, Namur means to, to hide. To hide, a knaf, an edge, covers. So, Miknaf Oretz, he heard something, Miknaf Oretz, the edge that covers, that reaches to the corner. That's the knaf that we were talking about, the knaf of the beggar that you must make sure to mark. And say, no, 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 this is not, this is only a covering. This is not the end. There's something behind this. But the knaf has a tendency to completely cover such that Hashem is hidden, things are hidden. And since he heard the song, Miknaf Haaretz, he said, Razili, Razili, there's a secret. Something is hidden, something is secretive. Oily, woe to me, begedim bagadu, beged begedim bagadu. There can be great treachery, the treachery of the beged, the aretz acts as the begging and sometimes conceals. And then in the whole parak there, in Shai Perak of Dalit, and if you're following in the Marmachimus, this is number 18, he talks about the Aretz. Hashem is going to crush the Aretz. And the word Aretz appears again and again. Aretz keeps on saying again, the Aretz is going to be Avel. There's not going to be songs. This is important to note. This Bashir lo yishtu yayin. They're not going to be song. There aren't going to be drunken songs. Instead, it's going to be pachad the pachas fach on the yeshiv aretz again and again. How the aretz is going to be destroyed and it's going to totter like a drunkard. And then the pasuk we said, mentioned earlier, So basically, it's very clear that the zemiras hearing the songs miknafa aretz caused the aretz to fall apart. The very foundations shake, and instead of singing songs with wine, the earth itself is drunk, is like a drunkard, falls, and the and the grape, the vine, as Yeshaya says, the vine is is um Avlo is dried up. Okay. And then in the Hemshik in Perikhov Ches, there we can see, we can discern 
that the Navi says that the solution for the Aretz, for this problem of Aretz, is totally in Tzitzis. The Navi says, Hoya teres geyo So the Tzvi, remember the Tzvi Tzadik, turned into a Tzitz Noivil, a withering blossom. And Vahoyza Tzitzas Noivil Tzvisif Artoi, He's going to become a Tzvi. So that means the um, the Tzvi Latzadik turned into a Tzitz Noivil, a withering Tzitz. Which means, as we saw in the previous paragraph in Shai, he talks about talks about the Begido, Beged Begdin Bagadu, because if there's no tzitz, there's Begido. A Beged that's not a Mitsuyot, doesn't have tzitz, is a Begido. And that's, it says in the Zayar, in the Raya Mehemna, Parashashlach, that Levushu Delohim Beloi Tzitzis, Ikri Beged Begdin. And there it says also, a Knaf Haaretz is a Knaf Tzitzis, which is the Knaf Haaretz. So if you're not wearing tzitzis, it's like a Begido, and instead of having the song with Yayin, the the vine dries up and you have and the Ateras Geish Shikari Ephraim withers. Okay, now there's another very very clear remnant to the Indian follow the Cheshman. The Navi said Oili, right? When he heard the songs Miknafaraz, he said Oili. What was to me? There's another time where Yeshaya said Oili, and there it also connects to seeing. And this is in Perek Vav of Yishaya, which begins with Shnas, Mois HaMelech Uziyov Eres Hashem. Yishaya saw Hashem, Yishev Akisim Rabbanisa, and Srofim Olim Oimdim Yimaloi, Sheish Knafayim, so the six-winged Knafayim, six-winged Srofim were standing over Hashem. And Vekorazel Zev Omar Kodesh 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 Moloi Cholotz Kevoidoi, and Yishaya said, Vekorazel Oi Li Chinid Meisi. So you look at the parallels here. There's two times where he heard songs. He said, and he said, and he heard what we call the song of the Chayas, or the Sofim there, saying, Kodesh, 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 and he said, and they also, they have Knafayim, Sheish Knafayim. So what's the idea? There's one, there's one sugi going on over there, over here. In Paragvav and Yishai, he said, because I saw Hashem. Seeing Hashem is, is impossible. It's dangerous. So he said, Oili. Can't see Hashem. That's the idea of Knafayim, the wings of the Malachim. They hide, they cover their faces so they can't see Hashem. And Yeshaya says, I saw Hashem, that's a problem. And then when he heard the Zemiris Miknaf Haaretz, which is the what hides Hashem, he also said Oili. So there's two Oilis. There's an Oili if you see Hashem, and there's an Oili if you don't see Hashem. And really, these two Midas. Can be discerned in in the in Perak Vav in the in the famous pasuk that we say every day Kadosh 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 Hashem Tzevakos Meloy Chalat because it means the following Kadosh Kadosh Hashem Tzevakos He's so sublime so transcendent it's impossible to know him. Okay, Meloy Chalat Kivodei means he himself is unknowable. Instead, his covid fills the earth. Now you know. That clothing is called covet, the Gemara Shabbos says. Money. So Hashem's covet, we see Hashem's clothing. We don't see Hashem himself because Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. Hashem Tzavakis. Now, Maloi Chalaretz Kivaydei, Maloi Chalaretz Kivaydei itself alludes to the fact that the Aretz could be problematic. Let me explain. There, if you look in Yishai Perk Vav, 
This is done in the Maram is number 22. After Yeshaya sees here it's Kodesh, 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 Am Tzavok, it's Melech, it's Kivoyde, there's a description of destruction. Ririchak Hashem Asa'odam v'Rabboh Ha'azuvah Be'kerev Ha'aretz. The Aretz is going to be destroyed. And I'm going to show you that this is really rooted in the Maragam. This is something we mentioned in um, the Eichashir too, the last year. That the, the Gzeirah against the Maraglim, the Gzeirah against the Maraglim, was the, the Gzeirah of the Golas was decreed at the time of the Maraglim. As the Pasuk says in Tehillim, Lahapil, Zairam, Bagoyim, Uzairam, Baratz. Hashem decreed at the time of the Maraglim that he's going to send it to Golas. Now, where is that Marubas in Pasha Shlach? Because it says, Chai Oni, Vimolik, Void Hashem, Es Kolharetz. So if the Pasuk says Hashem covet is going to fill the whole earth, how will Hashem's covet fill the whole earth? Hashem is going to be revealed in the whole earth, which means Kaiso that serve as the vehicle of Kvayd Hashem, is the Psik Tzutrasi makes this point, are going to fill up the whole earth. So similarly, when the pasuk says Yimoli Meloi Chalaretz Kvaydai, like Yimoli Kvayd Hashem is Kalaretz, that's an allusion to Golas. Why is it an allusion to Golas? Very simply, because Kadesh 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 Hashem Tzivakis, He Himself is not knowable. So therefore, the only way to know Him is through His clothing, through the earth, the external manifestation of His actions. Now that's dangerous, because that could lead to Begidah. That could lead to separating his clothing from him, thinking that the clothing is Hashem, meaning thinking heaven and earth are the truest reality. Heaven and earth is the truest reality, that means the land is not holy. The land cannot be connected to Hashem. So then, we don't earn the holy land. So it's really false in that. So those are the two oilies in Yishai. Oily for seeing Hashem, and oily because of the Begidah, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Now what's the solution? So what's the solution? We can't look at Hashem. We can't, we can't see Hashem. Neither can we just look at the clothing. That means we can't take the clothing to be Hashem. We have to realize that there's Hashem. So what's the solution? That's what Tzitzis. That problem is what Tzitzis solves. How's that? Because we see in Pasha's Tzitzis. Where Isem Oisoi and the Yushalmi says, looking at Tzitzis is like looking at the Shechina. The Medrash Tilm says, it doesn't say Isem Oisom. It says Oisoi, it means seeing Hashem. Here's how you have to see things. You can't see Hashem Himself. You have to see the Chitzonius. You have to see the manifestations of Hashem. But you have to look at the world, look at all the Chitzonius, and understand that it's a vehicle, it's a medium for perceiving Hashem. So that's something in between. Oily, you can't see Hashem. Oily, if you just look at the world and think that's it. The right orientation to sight, the right way to look, is to Tzitzis, is recognizing, yes, this is Chitzonius, but it's a Chitzonius that leads you to Chitzonius. Okay. So now I want to show you, onto a new thing, I want to show you Medrash Chazal that connect this, this Pesukim of the Kanfei Soaretz, connect it with the original light, which is, as we've been discussing, that's the issue. The issue is, will the Shemayim and Aretz be lit? Will they reveal Hashem or will they conceal Hashem? And this discussion also in Chazal will bring us back to the midst of Tzitzis and to Tchis HaMesim, which as we'll see is depending on Tzitzis. Okay? So, the Pesukim from Eev that we started with that talk about the Kanfei Sa'aretz also talk about Oyer. The Pasuk says, Va'oyroi al Kanfei Sa'aretz. And the Pasuk in Eev, Perek Lamed Ches, Pesukim Yudbeis, Lutesvav, talk about, Hashem said to Eev, Have you ever commanded the morning? Have you ever brought the light? Have you ever held on to the edges of the earth and shaken out the Rishayim? And then it talks about a Lavush and withholding the Oyer from the Rishayim. So Chazal say the following, On the Pasuk of Va'oyroi al Kanfei Sa'aretz, Chazal say, and this is in the Pesukim of Kahana, that the original light 
the original light Hashem kept around for Shabbos, and everyone praised Hashem, and that's why the Pasuk says, Tachas kal Hashem's justice was under the whole Shemayim, because he kept his light on the Kanfei Saretz. So that means, at that point, the Kanfei Saretz still were illuminated, still didn't conceal Hashem. Similarly, the Pasuk also, the Pasuk of Knaf Haaretz Mir Shemanu, also in Chazal, connected to the art, to the original art, because there's mirrors that Yishai heard of in Knaf Haaretz, in the Medrash, in the Picard of Lezer, Perek Lama Zayin, says that, that, those mirrors in Knaf Haaretz relate to the story of Yaakov, and his wrestling with the Malach. The Malach said to Yaakov, Shalcheni, which means it's time for me to sing to Hashem. Yaakov said, I'm not sending you. Instead, says the Medrash, the Malach sang to Hashem from the Oretz, and that's what the Pasuk is referring to when it says, because really, a, a Malach is supposed to sing from the heaven, but at that point, the, 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 Yaakov didn't allow the Malach to go back to heaven, so instead we had the Malach singing from the Oretz. And there the Pasuk says, Vayizrach Aleh Hashemesh. Next thing the Pasuk says, Vayizrach Aleh Hashemesh. That Shemesh, as the Zoya says in Tchil Gimel, Nefesh Gimel, Omid Beis, it's that Shemesh is the Ur that Hashem hid from the time of creation, and that came out for Yaakov. Because if you hear Zemir's Miknaf Ha'aretz at night, that means there's some sort of, there's some sort of helm going on. And Yaakov needed to get to the Ur, to that original light that reflects complete Revelation. Okay, now, also the Pasuk to Eve, where Hashem says to Eve, have you ever commanded the morning to come out? That also in Chazal is darshaned to be referring to the original light and also to, to be referring to Tzitzis and Tchis Mason that depends on it. As we'll see, Tchis Mason depends on this whole question. Tchis Mason is rooted in this whole question about the nature of the Oret. And we'll also see the connection between Tchis Mason to the Miraglim story. But let me just show you the Medrash first. So, we have this Gemara in Chagiga that says that Hashem had the first light. Gemara in Chagiga, Dafir Beis Aleph. There was the first light that Hashem put away because he saw the Rishaim. And that's the Pasuk in Yerv Yimona, Mirishaim Oiram. That light was put away. When the light comes back, the light comes back as Hashem is going to shake out the Rishaim from the earth and the Tzadikim are going to come back alive. And that's a picture of Lezer. Talks about these pesukim in Eve about Hashem shaking out the earth. It says, "Kol atzadikim shemesu b'chotzar." It's going to come to Eretz Yisrael, while the Rishayim in Eretz Yisrael are going to be shaken out of the earth. Hashem is going to purify his earth like a person shakes out his beged. You take a talus and you shake it out the dust. That's Hashem is going to the earth, that specifically Eretz Yisrael, and shake out the Rishayim from it. And what does this depend on? While the tzadikim are going to come back to life. Now, which which Rishayim are being shaken out of the earth? Says the and I think it's just a free action in Bashashlach. It says, It all depends on what what is it what 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 does a Russia do to earn being shaken out of the earth? Like you're shaken out of a talus, being Vazitzis. While the Tzadikim, while the Tzadikim, the Shami Klein, Gimel, Tzadikim are going to get up with their clothing, and with this it dashes the Pasak in Eoiv. That talks about the lavosh we started with. We said the pasuk talks about the canvas arts, and then it says, They're going to get up with their clothing. What is that all about? Because all depends. The question of Tchiz Amesim depends, and the question of the of the light returning, lost love, it depends on the nature of the arts. 
And the nature of the Aretz depends on the Midah of Lavosh. If a person's Mavazim is a tzitzit, that means he doesn't, he's not admitting, he's not willing to admit and to seek the Pnim that's in anything, then he doesn't deserve to get that light that's going to come, the light that reveals the Pnim. The Tzaddik, who understands the Mitzvah Tzitzit, he will get up in his clothing and be Zaycha to that light. Okay. Now, as we shall see, Tchiyas HaMesim itself is alluded to in this great Mitzvah of Tzitzit. Here's how. So till now we spoke about the earth as being like a begot, right? The begot, it's a begot, it's a clothing. And now it's clothing for whom? It's clothing of Hashem. Right? It's Hashem's clothing, it covers him. But if you think about the earth as a begot, just think about that image of the earth as a begot, then what immediately would come to mind is that the whole different idea is that the, that the earth covers what's under it. Now what's under the earth? A lot of dead bodies land, the earth is full of corpses, and it covers them up. And we walk around on the earth as if, as if you know, with the living people, we go on with our lives, as if there's no people under us. We completely ignore it, as if, you know, you cover it up, close up the grave, put the earth back on, pat it down, and, and they're perfect begging, completely hides what's under it. And indeed, this idea that the earth covers and hides the dead, like a begging, that's also in the Mishalim of the Nevi'im, and there in Yishayi Pechavov. Teich, that whole, all those prakim there, that are all connected, it says, it talks about Tchis HaMesim, Yishayi Pechavov, Pasuk Yud Tes, Tuchavav, Yichyu Mesechad Ve'ilasi Yukumon, Ha'kitzu Ranu, the most of my first, the Pesukim about Tchis HaMesim. Ha'kitzu Ranu, Sheikh Nyofer Ketaos, Terelecha, and it says, Hashem is going to come out of his place, and visit Avoyin Yoshev Ha'aretz Allah, Ve'gilas Ha'aretz Es Dameha, the earth will no longer cover those who were killed. It means the earth has this tendency to cover all the dead within it and to pretend as if they're not there. But that won't go on forever. Eventually the earth is going to reveal what it's hiding. So that means the, the earth is like a beggar that's bygate. It's like a beggar that's bygate, just like the earth acts. Just like the earth acts as if it's an independent entity from its creator, while truly the earth is only Hashem's actions, only His creation. And eventually, Hashem is not going to be hidden anymore. The earth is going to reveal Him. So too the earth covers up the dead, as if there's no, there's no one under there. But really, there's people there. And there's people waiting to come out. And these really, these two Begidas, these two Begidas are really the same Begida. And here's why. Here's why these two Begidas are really one Begida. Because, Hashem is called the Chaim. And if you look at Bereshit's Barakalaf, Hashem made Chaim and Toiv eternal life. Hashem put man into, into, into the Gan of the Chaim and Kolet's Toiv. But instead, they brought Ra and Mavis. But originally, originally, what was in the Bria? There was Chaim and Toiv. There were Chaytei, there was Chayshech and Mavis and Ra. And from then, from that Chayt, that original R went away. The R is hidden, things are Chayshech. The eternal life is also hidden. People die. People die. They get buried into, in, in the earth. So the earth conceals the ur. That's the rule at Sadiq. It conceals the ur that's planted in it. And it conceals the people. And makes us think that there's death. It makes us think that, there's, that the earth, the offer, is the reality and the death that goes along with it. And we think that we put the people back into the earth and they become one with the earth. But really, it's a begida. Really, there's something hidden there. So, so the idea is like this. Hashem had a salmas ur. Hashem was oitar kasalma. That oil, that original clothing of Hashem got dirty. Got dirty, it means it no longer became transparent, no longer became 
it was no longer transparent, it was no longer illuminating Hashem, who was dressed in it, so to speak. But eventually, Hashem is going to shake out the Begit from the Tumah and reveal, reveal the Ur and the Toiv and the Chaim that are, that are really inherent in, in the whole of, of, of reality. And this is all Bishos of Tzitzis. Tzitzis that marks the Begit as a Begit and says, no, 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 this is only a temporary covering. There's something really beyond it. There's a person there. There's Hashem behind his clothing and there's dead people under the earth. Tzitzis says, that the big day chayshich are going to turn back eventually into big day ar. Okay, in this vein, then there's also something very similar. We find that there's a, a connection between kavura and tzitzis. Here's that Rashi says in Parshas Noach. This is in the in the, in the sources about the thirty-eight. That shame, shame's descendants for covering up Noach, the drunken Noach, covering up his erva. Shame's descendants got. Tzitzis, while Yefes earned Kvura. So here's the idea. Very simple. Shem and Yefes both felt bad or respected the father's uh, dignity and covered his erva. Shame was concerned with the shame of, of Noach, the Pnim. So because he cared about the Pnim, he got Tzitzis, which is Yefes is Makbed on the Yoifi. So what does he get? He gets burial. Burial says the body, when it's no longer beautiful, covered up with earth, preserve, preserve the Chitzayinis. You keep the Yoifi. The Tzitzit says, no, even the earth won't cover the body forever. Eventually it will come back out and there will be Tchitzayinis. Okay, now, let's get back to the Miraculum. So, we discussed that the Miraglim, and I'm going to show you how it all depends, the Miraglim's the mistake itself depends on Tchis HaMesim. The Miraglim didn't understand the nature of the Aretz, and the um, Mitzvah of Tzitzis, the purpose of the Mitzvah of Tzitzis is to fix this misseeing, right? So the Aretz was bogey, the Aretz tricked them. And what's the, what's the darkness of the Aretz? We explained the darkness of the Aretz is that it hides the idea of living things, it covers the, the bodies, and you could forget about the fact that there was all this life. You could forget about the fact as if, as if man is not supposed to live forever, right? As if man is supposed to become back into the dust and turn back into the earth. And Sitzit says, no, 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 there's always something bifnim. Don't be nispa'el from the chitzainius. Know that man was originally supposed to see the toyib, live forever. Death is only temporary. So if the Miraculum made a mistake and they missaw the arts and they took the arts to be an independent entity of Hashem, from Hashem, Something that cannot be connected to Hashem, that would suggest, based on what we're going till now, that the Miraglim made a mistake about Tchiyas HaMesim. Right? Because if the question of Tchiyas HaMesim is, is the Aretz truly the thing itself? Are we ultimately part of the Aretz? Or is the Aretz a Beged? And there's something hidden, all the people that are hidden behind it. And there's people hidden in the Aretz, eventually they have to come out. So the question of Tchiyas HaMesim should be, at the heart, of the Miraglim problem, Miraglim issue, and indeed it is. And this takes us back to something we discussed in um, in the last year and in the Eichas year. So I'm just going to review it really quickly. Avraham Avinu was told Lech Lecha twice, Allah Tashar Echo, and then Tahai Maria. Um, that's the Akeda. Eventually, he goes to Tahai Maria, and yet you would think he should get Har Maria. So he declares that's going to be the Makom Hamikdash. 
But it doesn't actually become the Makkah Mikdash until there's a second Akedah, and that's when Dover HaMalach offers himself instead of the sheep. And that's when he declares that this is the Mizbeach Lo'elali Yisrael, right? So that means that the Akedah, if we needed a redux of the Akedah, for the Dover had to redo the Akedah in order to get Hamaria, so that suggests that the original Akedah wasn't perfect. And indeed, we know Chazal say that the Satan, who was the one who was behind that kid in the first place, right? That's the Gemara that's in the Sanhedrin, that made some days. We know this, and Satan convinced Hashem they has to test Avram. And the Satan, the Pekul Lezer Pekul the Satan came and basically caused Sarah to die, right? So the idea is that the Satan wasn't completely vanquished. The Satan who wants to kill people, he wants to kill Yitzhak, he wants Yitzhak to die. Satan is the Malachamoves, and he wasn't completely vanquished. He ruled, he got Sarah. He got Sarah. So, to the extent that the Akedah wasn't perfect, didn't achieve its its desired goal, Legamri, without going into why. To that extent, Avram Avinu couldn't get High Maria. So from that point, there was a question. Perhaps, perhaps that means that Avram Avinu, whose whole life was about Lech Lecha El Ha'aretz Asher Areka, which by the way, that passage contains everything we're talking about, that the Aretz, the nature of the Aretz is, the, is what you can see what Hashem can show you. It's the, in order to understand the arts, you have to see it in, with a godly look. That's the arts. So Avram Avinu does that, does that. He travels, he travels, and finally he gets to the main part of the arts, the Beis HaMikdash, and instead of getting the Hare Maria, he gets the Mars Which is why Ephraim, Mr. Ofer, tells him, Beini u'beincho mahi. Eretz, Arba, Beini u'beincho mahi. We're all the same. What's the difference to me and you? We're all offer. Because look, you, Avram Avinu, think you're going to have a holy land. And the, per, the, the main part of the holy land is the Haimaria. And you're going to redeem the land from the Satan, the Malacham Moves. You're going to make the land holy. But look, where are you today? Buying a burial plot for me, Ephraim. That's what Ephraim says. So when the Miraglim were, to, were sent to heaven, they were told, the reason is, oh, it's Mahi. Like Ephraim said, Binu bin Chomahi, they're supposed to determine who is right. Was Ephraim right or Avram right? And it's a real question. It's a real question, not a joke. Perhaps the fact that Avram Avinu didn't succeed <clears throat> in getting the arts, maybe that means that this, it's impossible. Maybe it means that it's impossible to get the arts. And if it's impossible to get the arts, then there's something wrong. Something wrong. Or perhaps, perhaps, the um, Avram Avinu, whatever he did, is a beginning. Is a beginning. And this question, this question really, what's the question over here? The question is, what's the nature of arts? What's the nature of arts? Is, is arts bigate inevitably? Or can arts lead to the pnim? Which really, really brings us back to the question of the punishment for Eitz Adas. Because there's death, right? There's death. Other Marish and Eitz Adas, they didn't see things correctly, instead they see Toiv and Ra, and they go back to the offer. Does that mean that good and light are gone, and, 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 and life are gone forever? And ultimately, man is only offer, and therefore the arts is irredeemable. Or perhaps deep down, there's still light and, and life that are hidden. They're just hidden under this imaginary or, or illusory chayshech. So the Miraglim, who followed their eyes, thought the arts is an independent reality. It's the place of the Satan. That's why they said it's the arts. While Kalev went to Hebron. And why did he go to heaven, says the Gemara? He went to the Mars and Machpelah. This is the one place that I know of in Chazal where they talk about davening by 
by graves. And it doesn't mean what we think. It's not davening by graves. It's that kolev, that's not what it's about. It's about kolev understanding that the burial of the avis in the does not mean, does not mean that hakol hoyel mena offer, hakol shovel offer. It means that the tzaddikim who are kuyim chayim, even when they're dead, if they're buried there, that means the aretz hides a great secret. The aretz is a chitzaynis that has a pnim that we have to search for. So he's continuing what Avram is doing, right? He's going, Avram Avinu ends up in heaven and Kolev picks up from there and he says, no, 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 this is not a makam tumma, this is a makam kedusha. And instead of accepting that <clears throat> everything is, is death, everything is ultimately death because everything goes back to the earth, he says, no, it must be that the earth itself conceals a great goodness and a great secret. And those are, that's symbolized by the, by the obvious that are buried in heaven waiting to come back waiting to come back from the dead, to be resurrected. By the way, this also has to do with the cutting, the Zmeira. They cut a Zmeira and an Eshkola Novim. Remember the Pesachim in Yeshaya about the grape, the vine, and the Zoya says that, um, <coughs> the Zoya says that um, Tzitzis hanging from a Beget are like the grapes hanging from a, a cluster. So they confess Oret. The tzitzis of the Confess arts are like the grapevines. Okay, so Yeshua and Kolev, they saw the arts properly. And what about everyone else? So what does the Pasuk say? Kichol ha'anoshim ha'royim es kevoidi im yiru es arts v'nishbati l'avoy som. Avram Avinu saw the arts properly. And the question was, can we still do that again? The other people who saw the covet of Hashem, remember what the covet of Hashem is the arts, and they saw it, they saw it, they looked at Hashem's clothing and they said, that's it, all there is is clothing. So then, in Yeruah Sa'at, they're not capable of seeing it in the right way. They need, that's why we need the mitzvah of tzitzis at the end of Shlach, to teach us how to see a beged, how to see a chitzin that leads to a pnei. Now we go to one last thing. We're going to go, so now we're talking about this, the famous spy mission of the Miraculum. is a less famous one, less famous mission in the beginning of Sefer Shaiftim. And, and look, mining this little story for the clues, pulls it all together, will show us the, all these same ideas. Pasuk in, in Sefer Shaiftim goes like this. Aleph, Pasuk Yotes, Vahi Hashem es Yehuda, Vayerosh es Ahar, and they gave Kolev Chevron, and then it says, Vayalu beis Yosef, Gam heim beis el, Vashem imam, just like Yehuda, Kolev got Chevron, Hashem was with them, so Beis Yosef went up to Beis Yosef and Hashem was with them. Vayasiru Beis Yosef Beisel. They spied. Okay. Ha. V'shem ha'yelafinim luz. And they saw a person leaving the city and they said, show us how to get into the city. Show them to get into the city. They sent them off. As, as They wiped at the city and they sent them off um, as a reward for showing them how to get into this to the city. And he went up to the land of Chitim and he built the city called Luz. So this is a city Luz where it's an invisible city. You don't know where, you don't know how to get in. It's impossible to get into the city, so it's an it's a it's a it's a it's a city that's not visible to the naked eye. So the idea is like this: let's let's look at the parsha. Kalev got heaven. Why? Because he was able to see what's hidden under the arts. So Vahi Hashem es Yehuda, and Vayalu b'Shesiv Gam Hein Beisil. They also did the same thing. Why? Because they like Yeshua Benon, like Yeshua Benon, Ephraim. They too had Hashem with them because they were also able to spy the right way. How, what's the right way to be tar? What's the right way to look? It's to look for the invisible. So they found the invisible city. 
They found the invisible signal. They know how to be tar. Don't look. Don't just walk around and look at things and see whatever strikes your eye. You have to look for what's behind it. Behind it. So what did they get? They got the city of Luz. What does Gemara tell us? Gemara Saita tells us about the city of Luz. That this fellow went off and built a city and named it Luz. That's the Luz, says the Gemara, where they died. Tcheles and the Malach HaMavis has no wishes to go there. Because the invisible city depends on Tcheles, the Reisim Aisai, tells you to look at the Chitzenis and realize there's something behind it. And that is the antidote to the Malach HaMavis. And it's no coincidence that the name of the city is Luz. That's the bone. Major says that's the bone that Tchis Amesim is from the Luz bone. So that's what it depends on seeing the eternal life and the eternal good and the eternal light all depends on seeing what's invisible. Okay, so that's it. So what did we learned? We learned that the land problem, the problem of Oretz, problem of Oretz and, and the root problem of the Miraglam and the root problem of Eretzol, and this is it for now about Eretzol, is how to deal with Chitzainis. Can we see, are we capable of looking at something and thinking, what does this represent? What Mida of Hashem does it represent? Or do we inevitably look at something and however it strikes us, we say, that's what it is. It is what it looks like. That is the major, major question of the arts. Are we able to understand everything as being to a pnim? And if we are, then we could tap in to a pnim that's alive, that's permanent forever. Or if we cannot tap into the pnim, then we face death and change. And Sutton wins. Sutton wins. So the Aretz, meaning can you have an Aretz that's Kaddish, can you have an Aretz that's redeemed from the Sutton means, can you have an Aretz, can you have a Chitzayis? You see everything from Pnim. And if you want to get that, you want to get that, that's what Tzitzis teaches you. So when you do the mitzvah of Tzitzis, the symbolism of the Tzitzis is you put on this beged, and you say, wait a second, I'm covering something up, but no, 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 no. Every covering is only valuable if it only works. If you mark it as such, and you remind yourself that there's always something behind it. Find it something, something behind the beged. It's like there's always something behind the conflict. So Aretz, and that's where you get back to the Oita Arkasama. That's the only way to get back to the to the Shemayim Chadosh and the Aretz Chadosha, which instead of concealing Hashem, serve to reveal Him. This is the last of the series of three Shurim about Eretz Yisrael. We started with Yudah Levi and the Kuzri and how Eretzazol is so central to the Sefer. And then we moved on to the Miraglim, showed how that sin of rejecting Eretzazol was the root of all evils in the Israel. And this final year we showed how the solution to the sin of Miraglim lies in the midst of Tzitzis. So that's all for Eretzazol for now. To next week we'll move on to a different topic, to the Yichud Hashem and Shema. And it must be stated that we certainly have not concluded everything there is to learn about Eretz Yisrael. Obvious question is, what about today? What are we supposed to do regarding Eretz Yisrael? Should we all be moving there? These questions will have to remain for now. Hopefully, we'll get back to them some other time. Thanks so much to everyone for listening to The Great Sources. Please remember to rate and review the podcast. That's how it gets out there to even more people. Thank you, and good night.